Well, Merry Christmas. That was weak. Come on, Merry Christmas. Yeah, Merry Christmas. I'm telling you, it is Christmas season. You got, I'm, this is the only time, Kev, Mr. Pastor Kevin, I call him Kevo sometimes because he's my, he's my best friend, but I, I, um, it's the only time where we can say that we're excited about the Christmas season, and I hope you are. Uh, I was at a restaurant the other day where the waitress came out and she said, Happy Holidays. I'm like, mm-mm, get back over here. <laughs> oh, happy Holidays up in here. We're going to have Merry Christmas. She goes, thank you. Merry Christmas to you, too. Let me just change because we're talking about Jesus. Amen. And so I, this is what I want to say to you to, today. And, and I do have a message. I want to, I want to, I'm preaching. I want to, I'm excited to be able to preach. But I want to tell you this. Do not let what is going on in the world dampen the Christmas spirit that God has placed on the inside of you. Yes, there's problems. Yes, there's issues. Yes, there's all kinds of stuff going on. But I want you muster up everything and you Merry Christmas, people. And you tell them that it is about Jesus and he's a reason for the season. And we're going to bless the name of Jesus. Jesus. We're going to give ourselves away. We're going to love like we've never loved before. Bless like we've never blessed before. We're going to step into the Christmas. I hope you step into the Christmas season and I hope you ste- just step in, just go on and step into it and let the devil know he can't have this Christmas season. He ain't going to take this one from us because this one belongs to the Lord. Amen. And I'm telling you what, I pray that you have a, just a blessed, and I, I, I'm saying, I'm serious, because because I was just looking at the news, turn off the news. Can I just tell you? Because if you watch the news long enough, you will get depressed, thinking about all the stuff that's going on. I have been in prayer lines where I've been able to just get ready. I've been excited to pray for people, and I'm ready to pray for people. And by the time I got done listening to their prayer requests, I, they talk, I need prayer after they got done. Anybody know what I'm talking about? I'm like, yes, I'm ready to pray for you, and they're just like, and this. This happened and this happened and oh Lord, this happened. And I was just like, let's let's pray together. I don't even know. Don't let it happen to you. You come with all the gusto. You got the very power, essence, and presence of the Lord Jesus Christ on the inside of you. You have the answer. And I tell you what, Jesus is still the answer for the world today. Above him, there's no other. Jesus is still the way, the truth, and the life. Amen. So I'm telling you what, don't, don't think about it. It's the first week of December. Don't even, don't let it wait. Just go down. All of a sudden, by the time it's over, well, you're like, I'm glad it's over. No, because this is not just about a season. This is about a lifestyle that I believe God has called us to. Amen? Oh, yeah. You said like, what is he talking about? Oh, I'm going to talk about it today. I'm going to share it. That's what, I'm, that's what my message is about. So um, I, I'm ready. I, I know that last week my brother was here. Um, it's funny. He, he's, he, did, he did a good job. Stephen did a good job. Um, but um, my sister right there in the second row, and she said to me, she goes, I forgot that you got hit in the head with a bat. She goes, I forgive you. That's what she said to me. And so um, I forgive you, too, if you're watching this, for saying that to me in the front row. Um, but, the truth, but the truth of the matter is, is that what he shared last week about uh, serving, being tied to your destiny, I believe that. I'm praying that this is what we're talking about, giving yourself away. And I'm going to talk about that uh, this morning. And so I've, I've, some of you are asking, is you, are you ever going to preach again? Yes, I was saying, I'm here. It feels good. I'm back in the saddle again. So I, enjoy, I love preaching. I, I love it. I feel God's pleasure when I'm here. Are you ready for a message from the Lord today? Are you good ground to receive the word of God today? Are you ready? All right. So, Lord, right now, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for your word. We thank you that your word is alive, it's quick, it's powerful, sharper than any two-edged sword, 
piercing even to the division of the soul asunder. And Lord is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. So discern our hearts today. Lord, you already know what's in our hearts. Help our hearts to be turned toward you. And Malachi said that you were going to turn the hearts of the father toward the children and the children toward the father. I'm praying that you do that this morning by the spirit of God. By the very spirit of God, would you do that? We can try it on our own, but it's you that works in us both to will and to do for your great pleasure. So I'm thankful, Lord, that your word is true and it's alive. And we receive the engrafted word of God that is able to save our souls. So we thank you for that. And we love and bless you in Jesus name. Amen. I remember vividly uh, being in the first grade. I had a teacher whose name was Miss Wilson. Uh, she, she was a great teacher, first grade teacher. How many of you had a teacher that like really meant something to you when you were, I'm like, you remember her, you remember the names. It was maybe in a she or he or whatever, of coaches and different ones that poured into my life. This lady, I don't even know if she was a Christian or not, but her name was Miss Wilson. And I remember this season, right here, this Christmas season, um, we were going to, we were first graders, man. We didn't remember, I didn't know anything, but she said we were going to have a white elephant exchange gift, a gift exchange. And I said, I don't know what a white elephant, I didn't I remember, I don't know what a white elephant is, you know, I've never seen a white elephant. But she said, we're going to have a gift exchange and you need to pick a name out of the hat so that you can get a gift for the person. And I remember going, she pulled a hat around and I pulled out a friend of mine who I was happy that I pulled his name out. His name was Pedro. Pedro was a friend of mine. And so uh, I was so excited. I went home and I told, I, I, I told my mom, I go, Mom, we're having a white elephant gift and I want to get Pedro a good gift. And so my mother, back then, we, we were living in Houston. She took us to a store called Finger Hut. Anybody, anybody know? Some of you young people don't know anything about that, but the, old, the old, older people know. We didn't have Macy's or anything like that, but um, we, she took us to Finger Hut and we got a, a gift. And um, she and she goes, what do you want to get him? And I remember back in the day, I'm about to date myself again. Back in the day, they had this deal called a speaking spell, um, uh, like a little electronic uh, deal that like you would you could put your put a word in it. It would spe speak it out. It was called a speaking spell. I go, that's it, mom. Let's get him that. And so she said, are you sure? I go, absolutely. And, and if I'm thinking, if I'm really being honest, the reason why I wanted to get it is because I wanted it for myself. You know what I'm saying? Anybody ever do that? You ever get a gift? And all of a sudden, mm, that'd be a good gift. Vanessa, you need a gun. You know what? You need a gun and you need a nice one. This gun here, look at how that feel. I think I'm going to get you that gun. You know what I'm saying? I, sometimes I try to get gifts for her that I want. And, um, and then I know she will lose interest in it and it's mine. You know what I'm saying? I do that for the kids too, you know? Um, so the truth is, is that I wanted it. And so uh, I got it for him. And I remember the net, that, that week and we came to the, the white elephant gift. Everybody was so excited and we got in the circle and we're sitting there getting ready to get a gift. And it came to my I couldn't sit still because I wanted to give my gift. And I gave the gift and they said, Pedro. And I gave him because mom wrapped it because if I would wrapped it, it had been wrapped in newspaper and a little bundle of twine or whatever. Mom wrapped it and I handed Pedro the gift. And he opened it, and you should have seen the look on his face. He was so excited. He goes, wow. And everybody was like, wow. And I'm telling you what, it was one of the best gifts that was given that time. Everybody was excited. And then when it came time to get my gift, you know, I got it, and I, I would look at it. It was a small little box. And I was like, okay, can't put a, a, a speaking spell in that, you know. Can't put a speaking spell in a little box. But maybe they got a miniature one, you know what I'm saying? They got a little one. And so they opened it up. I opened it up, and it was a Christmas tree ornament. 
Man, I'm telling you what, all the Christmas just got sucked out of my brain, got sucked out of my spirit, just right there. It was like, here's this, this season, you know what I'm saying? Just all of it just left all at once, like a, like a spirit of the Lord just left me. You know, and I, I was like, oh, wow, wow, like you really shouldn't have, you know, y'all laughing, but some of y'all have got some of them gifts, too, that you were just like, oh, come on, don't raise your hand because the person next to you gave you the gift, but wink at me a little bit this morning, wink at me, you know, you got some of them gifts that you got, you just like, oh, you really, really, really shouldn't have, and so that was, that was the deal for me, I was like, you really shouldn't have, and I was just mad. For the rest of the day, I was angry, even at lunch, which is my favorite period of the day, favorite class. Miss Wilson came by. She was like, are you going to eat? No. I mean, it's pizza day. You never not eat during pizza day. I don't want to eat. And she knew I was upset because I got a little Christmas tree ornament. And I'm telling you, the whole rest of the day, I was mad. I was angry. I was upset. I went home. Mom was upset. She go, what is wrong with you? I said, Mom, you ain't going to believe this. You know that gift that we got, Pedro? She said, we? You, you didn't buy nothing, you know? Said, what is this we stuff? <laughs> you mean the gift I got? Anyway, yeah, the gift that we got, Pedro? It's like, I, I said, Mom, I, I said, this, look at this. It's a Christmas tree ornament. And she said, Chris, she goes, I... I she goes, I'm ashamed of you. I go, what are you talking about? We spent money. She goes, you know. She goes, she sat me down. And she said, Chris, that is not what it is about. It is about giving. And it is more blessed to give than it is to receive. And we got that gift for Pedro. And I thought you got that gift for him because you cared about him. And he was your friend. And you loved him. And you cared about him. And you wanted him to have a gift. I was like, kind of. You know what I'm saying? It was. <laughs> For real, you know, I mean, you give, you, but you want this elephant. That, isn't that what the elephant is about? You give the big elephant and you get a big elephant in return. That's what it's about. No, it's not about that. It's about giving. And see, she said, you missed the point. You missed the point of giving. Because if, you, if Christmas was about you receiving, then it would not really display who Jesus is. And so she told me that and she explained that to me. And then the next day, because we over the weekend, it was a Friday. I never forget it was a Friday. Over the weekend, I went to church. And Gospel Bill and Eugene was talking about giving and how it was, the be- it was blessed to give. And I'm never, I was like, the Lord had my number. Nowhere, everywhere I went, the Eugene puppet was like, ooh, you got to give. You know what I'm saying? Gospel Bill was talking about giving. So I was like, okay, God, I'm sorry. And so um, the next day, Monday, um, I remember Ms. Wilson calling me in and having me sit in, her, in the chair in front of her. And she said, Chris, she goes, I realize you were upset last week. She goes, but let me tell you something. She said, last week when you gave Pedro that speak and spell uh, gift, I said, what you, she said, what you didn't know is he was so excited to give you that Christmas tree ornament because it was the ornament that his grandfather had given him and he gave it to you because he really wanted it to be special and that's all he had. And so and I'm telling you what, you just feel like dirt, damn. You just worm, just slide under her desk, you know what I'm saying? Just slide under. And she goes, and I don't even know if she was a believer, but she said, you missed a point. Like, you and my mom been talking, you guys been talking. She said, you missed a point because this Christmas season is about giving. And she said, you need to understand that Pedro doesn't have a whole lot. He doesn't have a whole lot, but he gave you his best. And here's what I want to tell you today. God loved you so much that he gave you his best. He didn't, he didn't go second rate on you. 
He didn't just say, I'm going to try to find this, you know, just, he said, I so love you that I've given you my all, my very best. That is the God that we serve. We serve a God who, who loves us so much that he said, the Bible says, and we, 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 we so much, you see it at football games all the time, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, and whosoever believes in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. We say that fast, but the truth is, if you really have a revelation of a giving father, a loving father, then we wouldn't act sometimes the way we do about giving. And here's what I want you to say. I want you to look up here at me. I want you, I'm, I'm saying this because I want to draw you into what I believe God is saying. I'm going to draw you into this. Here's what I mean by that. The world right now, with everything that's going on, with this economy, with the stuff that's going on in our government, with the stuff that's going on with this pandemic, pandemic, whatever you want to call it, this stuff that's going on. Every, every week there's a new Omicron, Hemocron, whatever Cron, virus, variant, whatever's got going on. I want to tell you something. You can laugh if you want to. You don't let it stop you from giving yourself away. You don't let it stop you from giving yourself away. You don't let it stop you from giving yourself away and giving yourself to people who need it. I'm not talking about it is not a time for you to be stingy and, 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 and just be back. And that's what that's what the world would have you do. Satan would have you just stop and just and just like I got to get if I, I got to get I got to have I got to have. No, you got to give because he has given you everything that pertains to life and godliness. And so. If you don't hear anything I say today, and I hope you do, but here's the truth. You're blessed. Oh, some of y'all got that, but some of, I'm going to come over here on this side. You're blessed. You are blessed beyond all measure. Do you know how blessed you are? You can't, if you, if, you don't, if you don't realize that you're blessed, then you won't give anything away. But if you realize that you're blessed and you realize that God has blessed you with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places, that he's given you everything that pertains to life and godliness, that you are blessed in the city, blessed in the country, blessed going in, blessed coming out. He has blessed you when you lie down and when you rise up, wherever you go, you're blessed. He's blessed you. You're seated in heavenly places. He's gone before you. He has given you everything that you need to do what God has called you to do. You're blessed. You are blessed. You are blessed. And if you don't realize that, then you'll shriek back and you won't give out, but then you won't reflect who your father is because he's a benevolent father. He's a good, good father. He's so good that he, he's given you everything that you need. So I'm praying that you get that revelation today. I'm not just, just hear a message. I don't want you to walk out here and be like, that's a nice message. I don't want you to I want you to have a revelation of how blessed you are and how much your father loves you. Do you know Mm. Some of you wouldn't even be here right now if it hadn't been for the blessing of the Lord. Some of you would have fainted. Some of you would have lost heart if you had not seen the goodness of the Lord in the land. of. Am I talking to somebody this morning that have seen the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living? You know that you was lost and you had no way out. Some of you here this morning, you realize that you didn't have any way and you were lost in your mind and everything else. But God all of a sudden saw who you were and he came down and he gave his only begotten son so that you can have life and have it more abundantly. Don't you ever forget that. Because that's the kind of God that we serve. Amen? Amen. If you have your Bibles, turn to Genesis chapter 1. We're going to see the blessing of God all the way back from the beginning. All the way. This is a God that he, he just all of a sudden didn't wake up and say, you know what? I think I'm going to just bless our kids today. No, he, he had you in mind from the beginning and blessing you. Genesis 
chapter 1, verse 26. It says this, <coughs> then God said, let us make man in our, in our image. Isn't that good news? I want you to look at your neighbor right now and say, you look like your daddy. <laughs> do it, do it, do it right now. Say, you look like your daddy. <coughs> look at, somebody look at your other neighbor and say, you look like your daddy too. Come on, tell them. You look like your daddy too. You look like your daddy. He said, let us make man in our own image. You look like your daddy. Somebody said that to Luke the other day. He said, boy, you look just like your daddy. He goes, I'm almost his twin. He goes, I don't have his money yet, but I'm, 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 I'm on by the, by, by the power of a miracle. Anyway, let us make man in our image according to our likeness. You look like him. Let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over the cattle, over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. So God created man in his own image. All that paragraph just to say, they look like me. Let's make, them, let's make them look like me. In our own image, in the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created them. I've got to stop there and just tell you, there are two genders, male and female. I'm going to say it again because I want you to hear that. There are two genders, male and female. Do you hear? God created them. So I'm going to stand here. You, say, talk, you can argue all you want to. You can't argue with the book. You can argue, you can't argue, but what God said, he said to make, he made two genders. So if you're, if you're trying to wonder and figure out, go to the word. There's two genders. I'm not trying to come up. They come up with a different one every week. And so here's the deal. We know that he created them, male and female, he created them. And this is what I want you to see. This is the next verse. After he created them, after he breathed into man, then God blessed them. That's the kind of God we serve. Bless them. He blessed them. And God said to them, be fruitful and multiply, fill the earth and subdue it. Have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air and over every living thing that moves on the earth. And God said, see, see, I have what? Given. given. He's a given God. He, he blessed them, gave them, then gave them dominion over all the earth. And then he says, see, I have given. Because that's the kind of God that I want, I want you to see the giving, benevolent, faithful, giving God that he is. I have given you every herb that yields seed, which is on the face of all the earth, not just in this section over here, over all the earth, all the herb that, that yields seed, uh, and every tree whose fruit yields seed to you. He's talking about uh, by them. To you, it shall be for food. Also, to every beast of the earth, to every bird of the air, and to everything that creeps on the earth, in which there is life. I have what? Given every green herb for food. And it was so. Then God saw everything that he had made. <clears throat> and indeed, it was very good. So the evening and the morning were the sixth day. Here's, here's what I want you to see. That even from the beginning, when soon as God breathed into man, the first thing he does, he blesses them. He gives them what he, whatever they need. And then he blesses them. All, all of it. The, the birds in the air, the fish in the sea, all of it, he's given because he's, he's them in mind. And I want to tell you this. <clears throat> God has given you everything you need. He's blessed you with every spiritual blessing. I just said it a while ago. So I'm not, I wasn't just making that up. That's in scripture. He's blessed you with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places. And then he, he blessed him. And he said, he looked at, and looked at everything. And then he goes, you know what? That's, that's good. <laughs> then he goes, it's very good. So not only did he bless him, and give them everything that they need. But he wanted it recorded to say that blessing his people and giving to his children is a good thing. Because he's the one who gives. Amen. 
He's the one who gives. And he continues on. If you go throughout Isaiah 9 and 6, you don't have to turn there, but I'll read it to you. Because he's thinking of all mankind from the beginning of the world. The lamb was slain. The Bible talks about the fact that he is right from the beginning of the world. The lamb was slain in verse 6, 9, 6. You heard it. For unto us a child is born. It's for us. For unto us a son is given. And the government will be upon his shoulder, and, the na- and his name will be called Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, and the Prince of Peace. Anybody needed a counselor this week? Anybody never need a counsel of God this week? Anybody need an Everlasting Father? Anybody need the Prince of Peace this week? He's still giving out. That's who he is. Whatever you need, he needs that. He's, he's giving out. The Prince of Peace, Everlasting Father, that's who he is. Unto us, this Christmas season has to do with unto us a child is born. Unto us a son is given. He gave his only begotten son for us because he's a giving God. He's a giving father. I like to be a giving father. I, I enjoy it. I love to see the, 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 uh, the looks on my kids' faces when I give them gifts. I like for them to call me El Shaddad. Y'all laughing? Y'all don't like that? Y'all want to be called El Shaddad? I'm the God of the supply. I'm the dad of the supply. I never know what I get the kids for Christmas. Vanessa buys it, you know, and they always say, thanks, mom. I'm like, <clears throat> thanks, dad. You know what I'm saying? I supply, I'm supply. supplying the money, but then they go. Then this is what they say. That's why it's hard to have kids that, that are living, uh, that, that you try to teach about God. Because I go, <clears throat> I bought that. And then they go, well, God gave you the money. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> He gave me the power, too. Anyway, so, um, but the truth is, is that, that that's, I love seeing our kids open gifts during Christmas. I did. When they were little, man, you would, you would, Vanessa and I would go and she Black Friday shopping. That's, that's what's another crazy thing, too. We just were thankful for everything. And now we're clamoring over people to buy stuff, right? <laughs> Black Friday shopping, right? Um, it, was, it was just clamoring over stuff. We're going to buy stuff. Anyway, but, but I would love, and we would see, oh, Brayden would love this, and CJ would love this. Oh, Luke would love this. And then all of a sudden, you, they open it, and then they play with the box. You, you remember that? <laughs> They wouldn't even play with the gift. They would just play with the box. Just you find them in the box. You know, daddy, like uh, the gift is over here. They would just play with the box. You know, and just this is what it was about. But I love seeing them open gifts. Can I tell you this morning? I want you to hear this. Every good gift and every perfect gift comes from the father of lights. Every gift you have come from the father of lights. Everything, the breath in your lungs that you just took just now came from the father of lights. The ability to see, the ability to be able to touch and to be able to communicate and to be able to love. All that came from the father of lights. He's given you everything that you need. Nobody. Tomorrow's not promised to anybody. Is that true? Somebody like that's bad news. Here's some good news. The good news is, is that Jesus paid for your sins and he came into this world as a babe and and he gave and walked among us. And he lived among us. He became word, the word in the flesh. And he came so that we could have life and have it more abundantly. It's a picture of him, of the father. And I love giving good gifts to my, to my children. And the Bible says that I'm evil. And I know how to give good gifts to my children. My wife knows how to give good gifts, better gifts than I did, than I do. This is something we got going on in our house right now. This is, this is, this is, this is something we got going on. Vanessa bought a PS5. I like the PS5 because there's some games. I, li- I like Madden. I like to play Madden. I like to play the show as a, as a baseball game. But the problem is that she was only able to buy one. And so 
we're fighting over that deal right there. Luke wanted it. I want it. And so Luke just hurt himself so I can kick him in the knee and take it from him. But then I wouldn't be El Shaddad. You know what I'm saying? So we got to compromise. And so, so this is the spirit of giving at our house, the spirit of fighting that's going on right now. And so I made a deal with Luke. I said, this is what I'll do, Luke. I said, if I'll give you, I'll let you have that PlayStation 5 if you will start a life group with the youth group, with the, some of the kids and the youth, and you'll bring them over and play video games and then do a Bible study. If you'll do a Bible study and you bring them over and let me play. Repeat that after me. What did I just say? And let you play. And let me play. And you do a Bible study. I'll let you have it. He goes, deal. So, so Vernon, that's for you. So I got you a Bible study with the, with the youth and the kids. So hopefully. And then when he goes to school, it comes into my room. So that's how that, so how that goes. But the truth is, it's a spirit of giving. But I, don't, I want you to understand that it's not just a season of giving. God wants this to be a lifestyle of giving. That of, of, and then so when we talk about giving, I want you to understand we're not just talking about money, because usually when people get up here, people will be like, oh, here we go. Here we go. They're about to talk about money again. It's that time of year again where they start talking about money. No, here's, here's the truth. I'm not just talking about money because blessings is not just talking about money. Blessing has to do with who you are. Health. You could be blessed with health. You could be blessed with life. You could be blessed with peace, with joy. You could be blessed. I'm telling you what, it's not just about money, but, but God has blessed us and he has blessed us so that we can be a blessing to others. Do you, do you agree with that? Do you believe that? It's, it's not that we're, like Pastor Kevin said, it's not that we, we give to get. We are blessed already. And if you have a revelation that you're blessed already, then it's no problem for you to give yourself away. Yeah. It's no problem for you to bless other people. I was with a man not, uh, just a couple of weeks ago, and he was sitting there, and he had on some, he had a hole in his shirt. He had some holes in, in his jeans and his shoes. You could tell they've been worn like a lot. And he was watching his kids play. And he was watching his, his grandkids play. And this is what he looked at. He said, he said, Pastor Chris, I said, yeah. He goes, I'm a blessed man. And he wasn't talking about money. He was talking about he was blessed. He's looking at his kids, talking about how blessed he was. He goes, I'm a wealthy man. I go, you are indeed. I hope that you look at what all God has blessed you with and you say, I'm a wealthy woman. I'm a wealthy man. God has blessed me. Look at, look at my life. You know where I'd be without Jesus? I would be, where would I be without Jesus? Man, I, I don't, I'd hate to think, anybody hate to think that where you would be if you didn't know Jesus? I'd be in jail somewhere, man. I'm telling you, I don't know where. I, I wouldn't, Vanessa would have done, oh Lord, please. And I'm telling you, I don't know, I won't know, I don't know where I would be without Jesus. But he came into my life and he changed my life and he turned me around and he set my feet on solid ground. God has blessed me. And so it's nothing for me to be able to give my life away because he has blessed us. And so when you get that revelation, there's no problem to realize that because he blessed us in the beginning. Then Luke chapter two says this. Now, um, Luke two, eight says now that we're in, in the same country, shepherds living out in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. And behold, an angel of the Lord stood before them and the glory of the Lord shone around them. And they were greatly afraid. And the angel said to them, do not be afraid for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which will be to all people. Say all people. That's for everybody. All people. For there is born to you this day. I mean, he didn't just say it was born. He said there is born to you this day. The giving God, the giving Father said born to you this day in the city of David, a Savior who is Christ the Lord. 
And this will be a sign, be the sign of you that you will find a babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly with, there was with the angel a multitude of heavenly hosts praising God, saying, Glory to God in the highest and on earth. Peace, goodwill toward men, toward us, toward you that he's given. He's given. He's, a, he's one that's given because you understand that he has given his son for us. This is a season for us to do that. But we celebrate Jesus every day. Is that true? We celebrate him every day. Every encounter that God has had with man, he's given. He's giving. He's blessing. He's giving. That's what he does because he's a giving God. You know what? He never did anything else for us. It'd be enough. Did you know that? If he never did anything, it'd be enough. Acts 2. Acts 2. Um, when the day of Pentecost had fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind. And it filled the whole house where they were sitting. Then there appeared to them divided tongues as of fire. And one sat upon each of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit. That's that's a good story in and of itself. Amen. And begin to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. The Holy Spirit. Let me tell you, God's given. He gave, gave himself. Gave his son. Then he gives them the Holy Spirit. As an encounter. Now, here's what happens, though, after he gives the Holy Spirit. Peter gets up. He preaches an amazing sermon. Then this is the end of Peter's sermon. Therefore, verse 36, therefore, let all the house of Israel know assuredly that God has made this Jesus whom you crucified. We didn't deserve it. We didn't deserve it. We were hostile toward God while we were sinners, while we were yet sinners. Christ died for us while we were hostile toward him. He gave himself for us whom you crucified. He's made him both Lord and Christ. Now, when they heard this, they were cut to the heart and said to Peter and the rest of the apostles, men and brethren, what shall we do? Then Peter said to them, repent. Let every one of you be baptized in the, name of the, in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins. And you shall receive the gift he's giving then. He's given a gift. You receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. The gift of the Holy Spirit for the promise is to you. He's given his spirit and to your children and to all who are far off. As many as our Lord, our, as the Lord our God will call. And here's what happens after they have an encounter with the Holy Spirit. This is what I want you to understand. Look up here just for a second. Everybody needs an encounter with the Spirit of God. Everybody needs an encounter with Jesus. If you don't have an encounter with Jesus, then you don't even know what I'm talking about. You, you're just lost. You're, just, you're lost. But you can find Jesus. And when you have the Spirit of God, when you, when, you have, when you come in contact with who he is, it changes you. Anybody else can testify that he changes you from the inside out? Anybody else know what I'm talking about? I was lost, but now I'm... I was blind, but now I... Because of the encounter that you had with Jesus. Everybody needs an encounter with, with Christ. And then you need an encounter with his Holy Spirit, with the Spirit of God. And so here's what happens. After you have an encounter with his Spirit and the Spirit of God is within you, this very Spirit of God that lives on the inside of you, and with many other words, he testified and exhorted them, saying, Be saved from this perverse generation. And then those who were glad to receive his word were baptized, and that day about 3,000 souls were added to them. And they continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine and fellowship and the breaking of bread and in prayers. Then fear came upon every soul, and many wonders and signs were done through the apostles. Now all who believe were together, and this is what happened. This is the spirit of generosity that comes upon them. And now all who believe came together, and they had all things in common. 
It was all, everything was in common. It wasn't, wouldn't, wouldn't anybody think that it was their own. And then they sold their possessions and their goods and divided them among all as anyone who has need. Can I tell you when the spirit of God comes upon you that you realize that it's not yours anyway? <laughs> you understand it's not yours anyway. You just be like, you're trying to get? He goes, that's mine, right? That's, that's, it's, and that's, that's one of the things that I love about Vanessa. is such an amazing mom. She is so good. Um, and she's a great wife as well. And the kids, I wish that my kids were born and they came out of the womb and they would just be like, you know what? I just want to give everything away. I just want to bless my brothers and sisters with my belongings and, and just give out my toys. I just love, I love it when you play with my toys. Oh, you broke it? It's okay. It's all right. No, they weren't burn, born that way. Mine, mine, no, mine. Dad, he broke it. You know, kill him. You know, that was just... They were born that way. And you were born that way, too. You're laughing, but you were born that way, too. Vanessa would teach them, hey, sit down, guys. You know, not me. I, I didn't teach them that. Vanessa taught them that. When they would break, because I didn't share my stuff with them, because I knew they were going to break it, you know? And so they, they, they'd, be like, they'd be like, Dad, she took my toy. I'd be like, well, take it back. <laughs> it's yours. Take it back. Well, he'll hit me. Hit him back. Vanessa had to come in and be like, go to your room. You, go to your room. She'd have to say that to me. But she would sit down with the kids and be like, guys, Jesus says that you're supposed to give. But why? Because that's who he created you to be. That can't be right. You know what I'm saying? They would just say, and she had to teach them. And she would tell them that the spirit of God lives on the inside of them. And it's the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead that lives in them and quickens their mortal body and causes them to live out of generosity. And to live. And this is what happened right here. They had, a, they had an encounter with the Spirit of God, and it said that they sold all their possessions. They were generous. They divided them among all. Does anyone who had anybody have need? They divided them. So continuing daily with one accord in the temple, breaking bread from house to house, they ate their food with gladness. See the spirit of, of thankfulness that comes upon with the Spirit of God and simplicity of heart, praising God, having favor with all the people. And the Lord added to the church daily those that were being saved. Church, we need a move of the Spirit of God to come in the house of God again and teach us how to be generous, to be like our Father, to be like, not just say you look like him, but act like him, because he's a generous Father. He's a good God. Amen? You realize that? He's so good. He's amazing. It doesn't matter. When, you know, when Pastor Kevin was talking about it, we can give to get. He has blessed us so much. I want... I want to say this to you. I want you to look up here at me. Look me in the eye. All of you, look me in the eye. Y'all are blessed people. You're blessed. You're blessed. You are blessed. And the reason why you're blessed is so that you can give yourself away. You can give yourself away. He's like, well, Pastor Chris, you obviously hadn't seen my bank account. Don't need to. You don't know what I have going on. Hey, listen, he knows the number of hairs that are on your head. He knows <laughs> what I don't have going on. You know what I'm saying? The subtraction model. He knows what's going on. You know, you start getting older. I get some hairs every day. They go, you know what? We ain't going with you today. You know, we're out, you know. And so, Barbara, I have to pay a lot of money to get this done. You know what I'm saying? But the truth is, he knows exactly what you need. And, and in it, during this time, you want you people, I'm just, you want to shriek back. You, I got to get, I got to get. Lord's like, need to give, need to bless, 
need to give. You say, but I can't afford to give. You can't afford not to give. 